You are listening to the Self Made Bay podcast with your co-hosts Danny Fountain and Lola Gilbert, who dive deep into the psychology and strategy of starting a business. Here is the place where we get real with you, talk about the gritty parts of business that make us cry, and cut out the bullshit. We're ready to talk about how the hell we handle the day-to-day when life gets hard. Take our hands, join in conversation, and get real support as you build your empire. Because you're a self-made babe. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feeds or iTunes. You can also follow us on Instagram at selfmadebabepodcast. All links are in the show notes. Now, let's get into the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Self-Made Babe podcast. Today, we're joined by Kathy Austin, who is a Chicago growth strategist and speaker for the established solo and micro entrepreneur. She spent the past 15 years in small business and in the corporate world, unearthing the secrets of being a bossy-ass boss. She helps entrepreneurs take existing businesses and crank it up to the place that she's dreamed about by tapping into the power of bossy and claiming her rightful place as the head boss, bitch, maybe, in charge of her very own empire. When Kathy's not running around helping people grow, she is also living in Chicago with her family, the member of a local comedy troupe called the Mother Cluckers, and makes her own line under the Perseid Peak label. Kathy, we're so excited to have you. I am so excited to be on with you ladies. This is going to rock. <laughs> Yay, welcome. Thank you. So I'd love to have you tell us about your businesses, just so that the audience knows. You have Kathy Austin, you have Boss Rising, you have the Mother Cluckers and the soon-to-be Mother Cluckers podcast, and Percy and Pete. So walk us through all of them. Well, gosh, yeah. Okay, so Kathy Austin Consulting is my growth strategy arm, and that's where I kind of get into digging in deep and actually implementing one-on-one with bosses and getting their shit together so that they can grow. Because there's a lot of dots of dots that have to be connected to actually get to that point. Um, for Boss Rising, that's kind of my learning and soon-to-be community arm. Um, where we're going to be doing live and person events and probably online events. Um, again, taking kind of that implementation theme across the board and really, really getting into it and actually blocking out all the newbie things that you know that you've seen 600 times and taking it to the next level. Um, Mother Cluckers is actually the brainchild of my dear friend, Katie Speetson. Um, She is the founder of that, and I am just a founding member and love it, love it, love it. I never knew I needed comedy in my life that way, like that I needed to be the performer. Um, So it's been fantastic. It's been so much fun, but we actually are joining forces and going to be starting a podcast called The Bossy Cluckers. That's awesome. I love that so, so much. And I was actually, I read through your, um, obviously your uh, questions that you submitted um, through the Self Maybe podcast. And it was very, very interpersonal heavy, um, which I love. Um, But you were talking about quite a few things that you were struggling with 
Um, so I thought that a great way to kick off the podcast would actually be um, one of the many things that you had talked about was just time management as a whole. And one of the things that me and Danny don't have to offer you is that neither of us are parents. Um, you did talk a lot about being a mom boss and and how to how to manage your life when that all of that craziness is it's thrown in. It's a totally in. different world. <laughs> yes, yes. And um, I, that that is definitely one of me and Danny's shortcomings when it comes to a lot of the entrepreneurs that we're talking to is that a lot of you are moms and that's not something that we necessarily struggle with. Although time management is something that we're all it's universal with. yeah yeah mm -hmm. absolutely so I thought maybe we could talk about just a few of our favorite maybe time management programs um, or or just um, maybe processes that are helping us so what are you using already like maybe your top one or two things that you use on a daily basis to maybe manage both personal and business life um well gmail calendar and Trello I could not uh, live without either of those two things. Yes. I, my entire life is in those two things. <laughs> yes, I love Trello and actually organization. I've talked about it before. It is one of my very, very hard. It's the hardest part of entrepreneurship for me because I'm a creative through and through. I started off as a photographer. So the business side of things just is very, very hard for me. Um, but Trello and Google Calendar make it so, so much easier, especially now that I have the Time Collective and we're a community. I can share so much through Trello and, and making um, all of us be on the same page. Um, so another one of the things that I think helps a lot of us save time, and I'm sure it's something that you may or may not be doing uh, but canned responses obviously save a ton of time mm -hmm. um, when we are reaching out to clients and working with uh, the same um, the same clients all the time or not the same clients I'm sorry the same uh, funnel all the time um, and then also I um, really really love just having a small support system mm -hmm. um, and it seems like through um, uh, mother cluck was it mother cluckers I'm so sorry it's okay yeah it's the mother cluckers yes. uh, okay. comedy troupe. yeah okay mm -hmm. um, so that seems like probably a fantastic outlet for you for women who are um, all kind of going to that same experience can you talk a little bit about how you guys are using comedy through that um, community there yeah we're totally uh, using it to vent our frustrations <laughs> of parenthood. Um, it is um, definitely a creative outlook because we first, like we write a lot of us. Some of us are more natural storytellers, so they kind of write like an outline and that's about it. Um, but in terms of the building community aspect of it, we do like basically salons where we can share our work, share what we've been writing, kind of bounce it off of everybody. Um, and so that's fun. Um, but also um, in where I live, um, there is a lot of moms who are kind of this in this hybrid like space that I'm in where I work from home, um, and my, you know, my kids are starting to become school age, that kind of thing. Um, so that creates more of like a hub for that. And, um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I literally, uh, we just started, um, I think it was April was our first show, um, or maybe May. Um, so yeah, it, the more we started to hang out and be around each other that, you know, the 
bigger that's kind of grown. That's so awesome. And like I said, I really truly think that um, those community outlets that we have, especially the smaller groups, can actually totally hugely <laughs> benefit our time uh -huh. management because everyone can share and motivate people to be on task and yeah. to hold you accountable for the things that you need to be doing. Um, so I, I, that's a huge, huge one for me. What about you, Danny? What's your favorite time management? Oh gosh, you guys, you know I'm a nomad. Um, but I recently discovered this hack in Google Calendar where you can turn on two time zones on the left sidebar. So I have Eastern and Pacific turned on on the left side of my Google Calendar. That is and awesome. As dumb as it is, that's been the most helpful thing yeah. ever because I save so much time now not having to do those conversions in my head, flipping my calendar in and out of time zones because I have West and East Coast right there. Do you think that's something that entrepreneurs could use to, let's say, work with obviously clients from all over the country to just know where a specific client is during the day or do you not think that's beneficial in that way? I was just, just I think, <laughs> especially because of the digital space we're in, um, I would honestly tell everyone to turn it on even if you're not looking at it all the time. Um, because even simply having it turned on for me and seeing it every day, I've gotten a lot faster at the calculation. Well, even thinking about like scheduling Facebook lives or scheduling, um, you know, if you're going to do a webinar or something like that, you know, to know what time zone, especially like, let's say your clients are, most of your clients are East coast and you're, you're on the West coast. Um, I'm, I feel like I'm constantly trying to convert for West Coast. And I don't know why, but I just, I think it's more of like the, yeah, scheduling things. I, I love that. I didn't know that they, that existed in Google. So I didn't either. And it's not even a lab either. It's literally just a setting that no setting. one's ever talked about, <laughs> but it's been hugely helpful. Nice. I love that. So kind of transitioning that into um, from parenthood and kind of the mom guilt that comes with that and talking more about um, self-comparison and self-compassion, which is something that you talked about struggling with hugely. And I just think it's something that a lot of us struggle with. Um, and it's so weird because a lot of times many of us are very, um, very compassionate when it comes to our clients and very understanding. Um, but then if you are to turn that around on ourselves, we do not show ourselves the same self-love that we give so much out into the world. And I think that um, we should be giving ourselves double, triple the amount of self-love because of all of the work that we are putting into our businesses and how draining it is. And you guys know what we do every day. Um, and we don't always get a pat on the back for all of the, uh, all of the things that we are doing. So I did want to kind of go over a few ways to, to show yourself self-compassion, um, because, um, it was something that you had mentioned. Um, but before I do that, do you want to talk a little bit about your experience and, and how you're struggling with that? Yeah, actually, um, this stems from, um, I did Brene Brown's first semester when she um, launched her online um, learning platform. Um, and forgive me, I forget what it's called at the moment. Um, but there is um, another book that she referenced, and actually it's an online self-compassion self like quiz, like tool from Krista Neff. Um, and I'd always 
thought it was more of my type A or more of my perfectionism, which those are both contributors to my very, very low self-compassion. But I didn't realize until I took that quiz or whatever the, the survey is, um, how bad I really was towards myself. <laughs> because yeah, I, I'm all day, I'm using my patience for little kids. And so, um, and client work and all the things that have to go in into running a business and a household and small, small ones. Um, I did not realize that basically I was completely depleting my cup and my cup was totally empty. Um, and so I have been doing better. Like there's a book I read at the beginning of the year called play simply, um, play. I forget the author, but um, how important, basically the theme of it is, is basically how important play is for all humans, not just small ones. Um, and that we need it as an outlet to kind of refuel ourselves or fill our cups. And I also knew, again, from taking that, that Chris Enough thing was, okay, I know I need to do this. How can I inter you know, integrate some more joy um, and some more play? And so having done that, I've gotten better, um, but I would still say even like in this moment, I am in launch mode. I am trying to build out, essentially, I'm rebranding my Kathy Austin site. I'm in launch mode for Boss Rising, um, um, and my daughter is finishing her school year, and so like I have this like trifecta of all this stuff going on, and I end up getting the short end of that stick. Um, it's just my family, as does anyone who I care for, because now I'm shorter. I can't extend enough of that love that I would want to behave and act like. Um, so yeah, that's been my road to discovering that as well as um, working on it, re trying every day. It's one of those practices. Yeah. And like you said, that would be my number one tip would just be that self-love and self-compassion is absolutely 100% a journey. And it's something that you have to be conscious um, that you're doing because I will, I've talked to friends, family members, acquaintances before and talked about um, negative self-talk before. And people truly do not realize that they're doing it until you ask them about it. Um, or, and because I'm a boudoir photographer, I will see women who, you know, when I'm photographing them, they just like ramble off negative thing after negative thing after negative thing and they don't even realize that they're doing it to themselves it's just become a habit and it truly is a habit that you have to change um so um like i said i wanted to give you and of course our listeners some tips and it seems like you are being extremely proactive which i'm so proud of you for <laughs> because you. it's it's totally different between realizing that it's happening and then actually being active in correcting it mm -hmm. um so um, the first thing that I always tell everyone is just try to remember that you're doing the best that you can in the moment. And I think that is the number one thing that you can do that for yourself. That one makes me cry. I'm just yeah. telling you right now. <laughs> that one, every time someone says that to me, I have to write it on a sticky, I think, because that one might make me cry. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you. No, no, that's good. And it's so, it's such a simple concept. It really, truly yeah. is. But we don't tell ourselves that. And yes, I have like six sticky notes of self-affirmations that I put on my mirror and I have two on my monitor because like I said, it is a journey. And, um, you know, 
especially when, like you said, you're in launch mode, you're doing all of these things, your daughter's finishing up school. And when you, when you're talking about a task that you are struggling with, and then all of them are building up, like there's not this button that you can pick that you can push to fix everything. You truly have to just say, this is the cards that I have in my hand at the moment. This is the best hand that I can play in the moment. And I'm going to accept that. And it's much harder than to, you know, it's much harder to do than to just say it out loud. But yes, a hundred percent, I would say sticky note, noteboard, make it your screensaver, whatever you have to do. Um, Cause I truly think that is the number one thing that we need to continue to tell ourselves as people in general, not just mm -hmm. entrepreneurs. Um, and it's so funny that you talked about um, play um, as something that we need to do to, to, to kind of fill our cups, like you mentioned, because I always, I learned this in college and I still continue to do this. Um, when I do something wrong or something that I feel like is wrong, like maybe I'm working on a launch and I, I, I skipped a couple steps and you know, oh, I could have booked all these other people. Um, a professor told me once time, one time to talk to myself as, as though I was a child when I made a mistake. So you, if your daughter spills a cup of milk or whatever, I mean, you're angry, but you're probably not going to say, oh my God, you're so dumb. Like, why would you do that? And those are things that we're saying to ourselves. Themselves. Um, so instead you would say, okay, we'll, we'll clean it up. We'll go get a paper towel. It's okay. Like, don't get upset. Maybe she's crying. That's mm -hmm. the type of thing. Uh, so that is something that I, I, ever since I was in college that I really tried to do. And that is just another avenue to kind of combat that negative self-talk, um, to really say, Hey, would I say this to my daughter right now? Would I want someone to say this to my daughter mm -hmm. right now? Um, if she made a mistake, um, and again, that's something that's really powerful that we don't, um, we don't realize how negative and how hurtful the things that we say to ourselves truly are. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, just take a minute and think to yourself, would I want someone to say this to my child? Would I say this to my child? Um, and then kind of rethink how you would word it um, and, and say it to yourself instead. Um, and I could talk about this forever, but I do want to <laughs> list off two more quickly. Um, one is to tell yourself that you are loved. Um, it's something that sometimes we don't hear enough, even if we have the best, most incredible family and support system. Um, you know, maybe your husband's rushing out the door in the, in the morning. He didn't get a chance to really tell you how much he loved you. Or, um, you know, maybe your mom didn't call you today, even though she called you last week or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> If you are in that rut and you're really feeling drained of, of self-love and self-compassion, just remind yourself that regardless of anyone, of anyone else, you love yourself and you deserve the success that you're gaining and you deserve to be happy. Um, so just reminding yourself of that can be really freeing as well. Mm -hmm. And then the last, um, well, I have one drinking something warm and comforting is one of my favorite things. I don't think that needs so much. I have, I have an afternoon tea break. Yes. With my children, by the yes. way. Yes, yes. <laughs> I don't think that one needs much more explaining, but no. there is, it is a psychological thing. And again, something a professor once told me that if you were drinking something like hot cocoa or cider mm -hmm. or tea or anything like that, there are endorphins that are released and make you happier. So that's something awesome. And then just to spend your time with kind people, um, spend your time with people who are going to correct you for saying negative things about yourself. Spend your time with people who are going to treat other people with kindness and who are also treating themselves with kindness. 
and those habits um, and that thought process will rub off on you. Um, so that is my tips and pulling from my, uh, my college days. Um, and it's one of my favorite <laughs> things to talk about self-love and self-compassion. I hope that I've inspired you to treat yourself a little nice, a little more nicely. And, um, and yeah, that's all I have on that. <laughs> Thank you. I love that. Yes. Danny, what do you got for us on the business side? Oh, girl, I don't know if you saw this girl's <laughs> list of goals, but we got some stuff to talk about. <laughs> um, so as you know in the audience, we ask every guest to set 30, 60, and 90-day goals before they come on the show. And here are Kathy's goals. In the next 30 days, she wants to relaunch her Kathy Austin and Boss Rising websites uh, and brands. Lock in a location for her Boss Rising retreat, consistently hit her targets for content creation that I think I assigned to her. Sorry, Kathy. Yes, you did. Totally, <laughs> totally warranted. Uh, work on the Bossy Clockers podcast for late launch this summer. And then next 60 days, offer her two new intensives, Pricing for Profit and Operation Hire. Um, pitch 15 to 20 speaking gigs for this fall or next year. Yes. And next 90 days, start monthly meetups for BR, uh, Boss Rising, and create a model for the local chapters and hold a workshop. Whew, that's a lot. <laughs> and just what do you so mean? That's just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> just so that the audience knows, it's summer. Her kids are also home. She's going to Seattle next week. Uh, she has a lot going on. Um, so Kathy, if you had to choose two of these things that were most important, that were mission critical, had to happen, oh, what would yeah. you choose? Well, that's easy. That's just the rebrand and any of the, like basically minimal content creation. Um, yeah. That's smart. <laughs> and okay. So again, for the audience, uh, Kathy has basically redesigned her Kathy Austin website in about 12 hours. Uh, since I got a text message at like 1 a.m. last night to now. Well, and so to be fair, like this so. used to be my old, like before, so the, I'm on business number three. And so the one right previous to this was graphic design mm -hmm. and web customization. So it's kind of an old hat. So, so she's on a roll. To be fair. <laughs> So I think that Kathy Austin and Boss Rising launching can happen. Um, I know you just finished working with all of our favorite copywriter, uh, Jill Pond. I think she's done all three she of us. She is so amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. She is amazing. an angel, an absolute angel. Agreed. <laughs> it's like the Jill Pond fan club right here. <laughs> no doubt. Um, so you finished copy. You've done strategy with me. You're working on the websites. Um, what else needs to happen for the, both those brands to go live? Implement. Do it, getting good. shit done. Yes. <laughs> really, yes. that's just it. Um, it's just plowing through the tasks because at this point, I know what I need to do. I know where I need to go. I know why I'm doing it, how to get there. It's just literally spending the time to go through the Trello board. <laughs> and then for the pricing for profit and operation higher intensives, mm. do you still have more uh, betas to run for those or are those ready? Um, I would say I probably could use one more beta round for each of those, but I would, but after that, that's it. Um, I only do three. 
and that's for in terms of like testing out um and i know i need there's a couple tweaks that i need to make to make um some pre-work um easier on the front end um for those who kind of jump on board they can just like jump right in right away so that our time together is really maximized um and so i do have some development work for that side of it Perfect. um I but again i know what i need to do and then yeah, i want to exactly. test it good mm -hmm. i bring that up because um that's the one piece that could slow you down in that process because that's the one piece that you can't own right you have to rely yeah. on other people to do the work as well but other correct that, yeah um for the audience we actually built out kathy's marketing together so i'm feeling really good about her marketing <laughs> one of the things that we did talk about that i think would be beneficial to the listeners is kathy has just a few brands um and we talked about assigning primary secondary and tertiary purposes to all of those brands primarily boss rising and kathy austin so that when she is crafting her marketing content she knows what she's supposed to be talking about with each brand and why she's talking about it under that brand and not another brand. So it, it, this could even apply if you're a photographer and you shoot boudoir and weddings, you wanna have primary and secondary um, like targets or target audiences or things that you offer within those or reasons why those are what you offer. So that when you're crafting your marketing, those messages are targeted and specific and they'll really help you. And it made me be, um, I felt so overwhelmed before we actually walked through that. Like in terms of like, how am I even going to, cause I know, you know, you have to speak to your client. You have mm -hmm. to make them, you have to, you know, they have to feel like you know them um, and know their pain and know what their, or know their goals. Um, and before we actually, that's so simple, but before we actually sat down and talk, like talk through and decided on each of those two different things, um, it, I just felt jumbled in my head and now I'm very, very clear and know exactly what social media messages, what the branding is, what the copy is, all of it. And I think it even helps remove a little bit of that. Well, shit, what am I writing today? Um, exactly. you can go back to those yep. pillars and that'll help kickstart your brainstorming instead of sitting in front of an open Google Doc blank page trying to figure out what to write. Yeah, I love prompts. It's yes. basically a prompt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do you see any challenges going forward that you think might hit you besides the obvious children being home, going to Seattle mess? <laughs> um, well, so... What did I, I feel like I wrote something down in, in the type form, but I don't remember because it was 1.30 in the morning. Um, this actually isn't a question on the form. I mean, no, okay. So maybe I was thinking this, maybe it was leading to this. Um, it's really just time. Um, I think I put this, this is what, what it was. I put this in the document um, that I, the type form. Um, and it is that I always say that my ambition is far greater than the amount of time that I have. Um, I think that's totally an entrepreneurial syndrome. Exactly, right? It's every one of us. I was just about to, yeah, exactly. I was just about to say the same thing. 
Um, and so I've actually been re working on kind of rescripting that in my brain and kind of going hinting over to what Lola was kind of touching on um, and rewriting that out so that, and I haven't figured it out yet, but I'm working on trying to figure out what it is that I'm rewriting that to um, because I know that I can make this work. I know that I can run a business that kicks ass. Um, that really helps people, that really fills me up, but also allows me to be the parent I want to be and be available to my kids the way that I want to be and do the life I want to have, you know? Um, so that is my challenge right now is really trying to home, rework that script. <laughs> Re or as my friend would say, rewrite my bullshit tape. <laughs> Oh, girl, I like that line. <laughs> Rewrite my bullshit tape. Yes. Yep. I love that. You know what needs to happen, and you know how to get it done. You just got to press play. Well, thanks to you. Definitely. <laughs> if, I, if I, seriously, if I, I would still be in my, oh, my gosh, this is what I know what I need to do. This is, this, I finally figured out what I want. Now, how the heck do I get there? If it wasn't working and doing the work with you, really, I would not feel like I have my shit together. I yeah. feel like I'm a big hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell the audience where they can go stalk you because they're obviously going to want to check out the podcast. There's a lot of them that might find some value in Boss Rising. Um, mm -hmm. There's a lot that you have to offer them. So let us know. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, so and I don't even think we talked about the wine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so quick plug. Um, <laughs> it's actually, so we, um, it's not for sale at this point. Um, we're working on it, but we've started, I have a vineyard in my yard. Um, and I don't live on that much property, but I do. I can make about 60 bottles of wine a year. Um, and that's actually only like three months worth of wine in case anyone's doing the math. Um, <laughs> And, um, but yeah, one day I, I think it would be really fun to have kind of a very much like handcrafted, um, custom, even custom vintages for folks who would want to, you know, have a special occasion coming or a special thing that they would just like to have their own kind of batch of wine made up for them that, um, you know, that's kind of the, the vision for that. But, uh, that's a lot more <laughs> one launch at a time <laughs> and you yes, know we're please. all gonna want those at, at all of our workshops and events and all oh, there will that, be tastings so. definitely yes. yeah. there will be tasting at all of my live events of my wine <laughs> <laughs> yes girl um okay so where to stalk you on the internet yeah so i'm at kathyeaustin.com and bossrising.com and you can find me on Insta at Kathy E. Austin. Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And I'm so excited to see how all of this goes because you remind me of me, like trying to do <laughs> awesome. the self-made babe, trying to do the side hustle gal, trying to do this and that. You totally remind me of me. Yeah. Um, I keep coming up with new ones too. <laughs> Don't we all? It doesn't stop. <laughs> it never stops, ever. 
I guess that would be our last piece of advice to the audience. Welcome to entrepreneurship. Yep. Get ready for the next 57,000 ideas that you're going to want to It never stops. (laughs) All right. I will. Thank you, ladies.